Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Wrong Ones. Today we're going to be discussing the Rajasthan Royals, uh, the franchise that won the inaugural season in 2008. Uh, and with us on this podcast today, we've got Noor, me, and Kabir as usual. Kabir's going to put on his video a bit later. He's a bit busy right now. And along with that, we've got with us Josh Berwani, who is a lifelong fan of the Rajasthan Royals. He's supported them since Vaughn took them to the title in 2008. Uh, so as usual, we're going to go through the strengths, the weaknesses, have a bit of a discussion about other, each other's views before we go on to each, uh, the best 11s, the X-Factor players, and a, a surprise package that we, we pick in, each, in this particular franchise before we all conclude with uh, predicting where we think this team is going to finish up in the league table. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Josh to talk about some of the strengths that he believes Rajasthan Royals has this season. Over to you, Josh. Thank you, Ahan, Noor, and Kabir for having me on this podcast. I'm really excited to share my insights and uh, talk about uh, Rajasthan Royals for the next IPL season. Um, the first strength uh, that I believe that Rajasthan Royals has in their squad this year is fast bowling backups for our uh, primary ace bowl, uh, pace bowler, Jofra Archer. So Jofra Archer is a very injury-prone bowler. And the weaknesses that we had in our previous IPL seasons was there was no cover for Jofra Archer. So if he, when he got injured in the last season, we, had, uh, we didn't have a lot of squad depth to cover for him. But this year, we have the likes of Tom Curran, O'Shane Thomas, and Andrew Tai, who can um, um, step up and um, take wickets, uh, bowl in the death overs, and they have proven themselves in the Big Bash League and a uh, previous season. So they ha we have fast bowling experience under the, uh, in the squad. And another strength that I feel that Rajasthan Royals has for the season is a strong um, starting uh, overseas players uh, in the uh, starting 11. So we have uh, the likes of Steve Smith, Josh Butler, Ben Stokes, and of course, um, Geoff Racho. These are players who are currently at the um, top level in international cricket right now. Most of them are performing really well in the test, in test cricket, but they all have even proved it in um, the T20 format. And they're all match winners, which I feel is really important for Rajasthan Royals to have. So according to me, these two would be the strengths of Rajasthan Royals in the next IPL season. Thank you, Josh. Uh, and now, Noor, do you have anything to add on what do you think are their key strengths? No, I completely agree. I think their overseas firepower is pretty extraordinary. I mean, they have like Ben Stokes, Joss Butler, Jovra Archer. I mean, it's, this is ridiculous at this point. I think if, they, if they're all healthy and if they all get to play the maximum amount of matches, given everything that's going on, I think Rajasthan will really depend on them. So I think their overseas firepower is really great. I also think that they have some really cool young talent in terms of Indian batsmen. So Jaiswal is the obvious example, but they have some really interesting spinning options as well there in terms of young Indian talent. So even if they don't have the best season this season, I think it, I really hope they have good debut seasons in which they do really well and they can really keep, um, build a platform for the next year, maybe. Uh, perfect. And I just one strength that I uh, believe that Rajasthan have that hasn't been addressed as yet is... Um, I believe they have a lot of uh, flexibility and options in their top five to six players because uh, they've got the options of Butler, Jaiswal, as Noor spoke about, Uthapa, Smith, Samson, Stokes. They're all really flexible in, they, and they get, most of them can bat anywhere from the top two to, to three, four, five. And depending on the situation that Rajasthan uh, are, are faced with, they can change it up. So if they're chasing a high score, they can put Butler up there and they can maybe put him up with Samson to get the runs flowing quickly. Whereas if they're chasing a more... Uh, a, more gettable score, they can uh, ask Uthapa to set a base and make sure that uh, he takes the team through. So that's, I think, one of their key strengths that they have uh, this season as well. Uh, now, moving on to the weaknesses. Uh, Noor, do you want to start us off with the weaknesses that you believe yeah. they have? 
Cool. I think with they have some great pace options with Jofra Archer and everything, and they have some really good spinners, especially some really good young Indian spinners. My only concern is that there's not a lot of diversity in the spinning options. There are a lot of leg spinners. There's not. There's. I don't even think they have one off spinner really. So or not one in the starting eleven, you know. So I think they need to really figure that out, especially given the Dubai wickets and how they will. um develop over the you know tournament i think they need to try to figure out a way they can balance out their lack of spin options with their whole uh, bowling strategy yeah that's that's my one one weakness that really stands out to me just uh, any other weaknesses you want to elaborate on um no first of all i'd agree with um newer that we do have we need more diversity in the spin options but adding to that um if you look at the previous um like winners of the ipl one thing that really stands out in those teams for example like in mumbai indians or chennai super kings is that they have a strong core of uh, indian international players who like play for the first 11 in the indian team i feel like that's something that's missing for rajasthan royals in the sense that uh, robin utpa used to be in the indian team but he couldn't cement his place he's not playing and he's nowhere uh, even in the eyes of the circle of the section committee uh, for now um sanju samson is the closest uh, player who comes to the indian um starting 11 but even he's um, still struggling to find his place in the first 11 Um so I feel like that's something that we don't have in the Rajasthan Royals squad and that lack of experience could hurt us in the uh in the long uh, tournament that IPL is and another thing is that we don't have a lot of depth so Ahan you mentioned that we do have a very strong uh, top 5 top 6 there's flexibility there but if any one or two of them get injured we don't have much uh batting depth in our lineup so we have David Miller who can cover for Steve Smith um Josh Butler or um Ben Stokes but then um even he's a uh, way past his peak and um we also have manan vora but then he has a lot of ipl experience but his average um uh, he i think he has an average of around 20 which isn't that great uh, if you want to play in the first 11 for uh, an an ipl team and of course um so we also mentioned i think you were mentioned that we have um young uh, indian fast bowlers now that's really exciting as a rajasthan royals fan because we've always believed in our youth and these could these guys could go and form like the core of our um, team in the uh, next uh, of, of the future ipl seasons but the thing is it can also be a miss because these are under 19 fast bowlers who like uh have a lot of inexperience it's possible that they don't they fail to perform at the big stage and get injured we've seen um uh, shivam mavi and uh kamlesh nagarkoti uh i'm worried that the same thing happens with akash singh and kartik tiwari so i feel like these are a few weaknesses that rr needs to address before the season starts or um uh, needs to keep in mind during the training sessions or um strategy meetings that makes sense that makes a lot of sense uh now we can bring kabir in here finally kabir would you uh, are there any weaknesses that you'd like to highlight that you see in the rajasthan royals uh okay firstly sorry i'm late um but yeah so uh two i think i think we mentioned a lot of very, very good things and uh i think the most important i think the only one thing that we're missing here right now is that i don't think that apart from say ben stokes or josh butler if he bats later there aren't any real finishers in the team um you can think of batting shreyas gopal sort of as as that sort of finishing option as an all-rounder but then again he's more of a bowler than a batsman uh you can play with david miller but then who do you take out of the team um it's all a, it's all a matter of finding that balance i mean rahul tiwari has a good option as well but again he's more of a bowler um so like it, it's more of that finding that balance where you have a finisher apart from ben stokes or apart from Josh Butler cuz ideally i think and, and and going from sort of fast evidence Josh Butler sent to open the batting in the IPL so i think that's the only thing that hasn't been mentioned so far that uh, i'd like to add 
Yeah, and uh, one more thing to do with that is that uh, this year they let uh, Krishnapa Gautam go to um, Kings Eleven Punjab, who was who was playing that role for them last year. Yeah, and they got a fast bowler in instead, which was a move I didn't quite understand. But yeah, so I think that covers most of the weaknesses. There there aren't any I can think of the top of my head right now. Uh, but uh, now we'll just move into like a sort of a discussion between uh, the any of the four uh, people if they have any questions or they want to address any points that were made by any of the other uh, panelists, uh, you're free to do that now. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a question for Josh because we're talking about like the Indian, the depth of the batting lineup, right? Mm -hmm. So in terms of the recent trade that they did with Rahane, do you think that was a good trade or a bad trade considering Rahane's um, knowledge of the game and Rahane's talent would, would really have helped their batting lineup? Wait, sorry guys, who did they get in place of Rahane? Uh, they got uh, Mahapandi and Tevatia. Okay, so honestly, uh, Ahan knows this. I'm not a really big fan of Tewatia. Like, I feel like he gets smashed all around the park. Uh, I don't even know why they traded that. So, uh, did that trade. So, that didn't make sense to me at all as a Rajasthan Royals fan. Of course, Rahane is uh, one of our uh, one of Rajasthan's marquee players. He's been our the face of our franchise for the last, uh, I think, for most of the IPL since ever since its uh, uh, beginning. So, um, so. I would have been okay with trading Rahan if you got some better uh, players or another batsman with the, of like the Indian quality. Perhaps you could have got Dhawan. That would have been a really interesting trade uh, as a Rajasthan Royals fan. But um, with the trade that happened, I'm not really happy with as a Rajasthan Royals fan. And um, but the thing is, like, if you look at Rahane, like he's not the biggest hitters of the ball, and in some ways he did, did slow down our batting lineup because he did open. He went one down last season, but he didn't get off get us off to the uh, what do you call it, the greatest of starts. And uh, I feel like, in a way, the entire batting lineup also like then started batting around him, and he was like the anchor. So I feel like now that we've got Jesswal and Butler who are opening for us, and then you've got Samson as well. I feel like these are batsmen who can then play the natural game and attack and get off, get us off to high uh, and make use of the power play to get us big runs in the first six overs. So in that sense, it's good. And of course, we also got Markandi, and I, I like Markandi. I think he had a really good season in Mumbai Indians last last um, IPL. So uh, that that could be uh, a very interesting. Uh, decision. So hoping that it turns out for the best. I think actually, could I add something so to your point? Do you think that Jessel will end up playing for the first team for Rajasthan? Um, 100% because I feel like if Jaiswal doesn't play, then uh, the only other options are uh, Manan Vora. And I feel like even though Manan Vora has a lot of IPL experience, he still has improvement. As I mentioned earlier, he's an average of 20, which yeah. I feel like then they'd rather just give a, a, a chance to Yashasi Jaiswal to prove yeah. himself. Uh, and um, he was the best batsman in the Under-19 World Cup tournament, not just yeah. for India, but for uh, every other, uh, for all, uh, the entire tournament. So it could be, I feel like they would start him, but then again, it's like he doesn't have experience at the top level. He doesn't have experience in the IPF. So yeah. it could be a hit or a miss, can't say, but I'm just hoping that it turns out that he becomes the next, like Virat Kohli, the way that Virat Kohli is for RCB, he becomes yeah. the uh, face of a franchise for the coming season. So, but I definitely feel yeah. that he deserves a, um, an opportunity in the starting lineup, and I feel like he should open with um, Butler. Just yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think. Sorry, can sorry. I, do you want to go? Okay. Yeah, okay. I think I was just going to add that I think Jaswal is brilliant. I think I think from what yeah. I've seen him in the online cricket, I think he's he's excellent. Um, right. I think hopefully, and this is speaking from not an RR fan, I hope he has the sort of season that Prithvi Shaw did, um, yeah. <laughs> with this sort of like attacking batting around the top and just. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty extraordinary from the, from uh, to have an nineteen player or a twenty year old um, <clears throat> doing that at say say the a level before the level below the highest level. Yeah. 
I think I could add a big, uh, which I think yeah. I pointed out earlier was actually a strength. But now that I'm, uh, I, I'm, I've also got a question to either uh, Josh or Kabir or Noor, whoever wants to answer it. Uh, do you feel like, even though it is a strength that they've got the top five and six with the flexibility that they have, but sometimes uh, do you think that a lot of those players are too similar to each other? So, for example, Smith, Uthapa, and uh, let's say even Sa Samson batting at five for me is a bit too low. But then if you put Samson at three, then Smith batting at five or Uthapa batting at five for me is too low. So, do you think they could uh, there could be a problem of plenty at the top of the order? Um, I think in T20 cricket, having a, like strong hitters at this, even if they're like, you know, even if you're unconfused where to put them, just having them as an option is really good because you have to go big from the start, right? So, you don't, not, not in every game would all of them do like really well. So, by having those options, you kind of give yourself kind of space. You know what? Let's say Josh Butler doesn't have a good opening to the IPL, right? Let's say, but we have Steve Smith at three and we have Sanju Samson at four. I mean, I think that option gives them a lot of flexibility for a tournament like the IPL, you know? Um, but I also wanted to mention something from the previous question, just a little, um, just about uh, Jaisfal in general. I really hope, this is something I've termed the Unmukth Chand uh, course. Um, he was the talent yeah. that we all talked about after winning the under-19 IPL game. I remember I was there for the first game he played for Delhi Daredevils at the time. Got out for not the first game, got out for not the second game. Poor guy's entire career got ruined, I think, because yeah. of the IPL. So I really hope with Jaiswal that doesn't happen because he is such a talent and he has such a future for India. He got really I think that he got unlucky. unlucky. He got a beautiful yeah. ball from Bradley. That first ball. Yeah, was exactly. I mean, how many times are you going to have Brett Lee ball in the first ball of the IPL? Do that's an absolute. But how many times are you going to get out for naught, man? Like, yeah, I think there's just too much pressure yeah. on the kid, and I hope that doesn't yeah. happen to him as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That Unmuk Chand is a tough story because there was something we all thought he would be the next Rajasthan fan. So. The Rajasthan fan is hoping we, uh, he doesn't have to face yeah. like the Delhi fans did. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I feel like another yeah. thing that Jaiswal adds is he's also a part time bowler. And he did take wickets in the under-19 World Cup tournament. So that makes another case for him to be in the starting 11. So that like, because we have like fast, uh, we have like five bowlers at the moment because you have Markande, Onatkut, Kopal, Archer, and then um, Stokes. But I feel like both um, Yashan Sri Jaiswal and Rian Parag can give us those part-time bowling options, uh, which can be used in case like uh, one of the bowlers is getting smacked around the park. Like, I'm not taking, I'm not, I'm not putting but um, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> This could be like this could add good options to the team and um, could like help combat that diversity in the spinning options that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, so, so I was I was going to just add to that because um, yeah. sorry, on. Um, I was just going to add that in the weaknesses I forgot to mention it that I think that this Royals team has a lot of bowlers who can get a lot of wickets. I think wickets are not going to be a problem for this Royals team at all. I mean, you have right. you have Archer, you have Anadkat, you have Makanda, you have Kopa. All these guys get wickets. The problem yeah. is who's going to control the the scoring. Right. Who's going to, I mean, I, yes, Jofra Archer is one of the best in the, in the game. Like he's, he, but he has his days. You have times when even the IPL last year, we got hit for yeah. 38 runs in his four overs or even in, in, in um, international, he gets hit sometimes. Um, and I think that that variability in Jofra Archer's bowling is a lot more than it is for, say, people of his, his level. Uh, fast bowlers of his level, say Bumrah or, uh, or Cummins or, or, or Abada even. Um, so I think that's that's one worry that I have. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I was going to say one more thing, Ashwat. So, having said all of that, I think Josh has already disclosed about six or seven players of his 11 because of all the analysis he's done with their fast bowlers. So, I think we'll move on to what we all think are our individual best 11s for the teams. Uh, so, if Josh, since you've anyway given most of your players away, do you want to talk about your 11? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, of course, opening, as I mentioned earlier, Yashasri Jaiswal and Joss Butler. Um, two batsmen who can get off to a very good start in the power play for us. Then we have Steve Smith coming one down. He needs to come in early because then he can anchor the innings and uh, the batsmen can bat around him. Then, I, I bought, then you can have Sanju Samson and Robin Uthapa come down at two or three down. I personally would prefer Sanju Samson at two down and Robin Uthapa at three down, uh, at three down, so coming at number five. Then we could have Stokes in at four down and Rian Parag at five down. Then we have Archer Gopal. Archer Gopal can be handy with the bat. They have been listed as all-rounders. They, have, they, can, they can play that finisher role, although they're not proven at that point. But I feel like that's also another reason why they decided to trade in Krishna Gautam because they thought that Shriyas Gopal could then play that role uh, for the team. And then at the end, of course, we have Anatkut and Mayank Markande. So that would be my starting 11 for Aura. Just one question, Josh. Don't you yeah. think that um, Uthapa at five is a bit low for him to be batting? Yeah, that's that what I was going to say as well, yeah. I agree, but then where, where else would you bat him at two down? Because definitely we'd want Yashasri Jaiswal and Butler to open Smith to come down at one down. Uh, Uthapa did a bat two down or three down, I think, for KKR last season, uh, even though he didn't perform well. But we do really want him in the starting 11, uh, given our um, low batting depth uh, outside of our top 11. So, and I feel like Uthapa can has to like adapt to that um, um, finish role and hit uh, in the later words, because we know that, let's say Uthapa comes down after the 12th or 14th over, because let's say Smith anchors the innings till then. I feel like he can then immediately take on the finisher role along with Stokes and Parag to um, get us good runs at the end of the innings. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, see, I, really I'm with the Han. I'm with the Han. I think uh, I think about have to open up at three. I think Steve, having Steve Smith at three isn't necessarily the most important thing because I think Steve Smith is a better player and more right. adaptive than Robin Uthapa. And he, he can bat at four or five and um, still be just as successful as he would be at three. Okay, so let's see what Kabir has proposed for his 11 then. Oh man. Um, so I've got Josh Butler opening with Yash C. Jaisal. Uh, Robin Uthapa at three, Sanju Samson at four. And I think Sanju Samson, personally, I think he's going to have a very big year. And I hope that uh, it moves him on to the Indian team at some point in time. Uh, he's on the fringes already, but I hope he does make his debut for the first team. I know he played in Zimbabwe, which doesn't really count. Um, no, that's Zimbabwe. <laughs> um, Steve Smith at five, Ben Stokes at six. Um, now, seven is what I'm. Like, I, I really don't know here. Um, do you play Rian Barag? I'm, I'm not sold on him yet. Do you play like a finisher? Who, who is there? I, I'm going to go with Shreya Skopal because I think he's the most reliable of people who I know. Uh, and it gives you six bowling options. Uh, so you have Shreya Skopal, um, then Jofra Archer, um, Ankit Rajput. Yes, no, yes, no. I mean, I'll, I'll, hear, I'll hear about this uh, after I'm done with the next two. Uh, Jaydev Nathgat and Mark um, Kandey, but I, I, let, me, let me just preface. Um, I think Ankit Rajput is a very similar build to Mr. McClanagan. I think he gets wickets. I think he's fast. He bowls a bowls the kind of like hard length that isn't very easy to get away. I think I remember he got smacked. I don't know if it was like Kohli last year or whoever it was. He got smacked in one game, and that was pretty embarrassing. But apart from that, I thought he was pretty impressive, and I think that going forward, like the big sort of fast Indian bowler is very rare, and he could be quite the uh, asset. Any I just feel that um, Steve Smith batting at um, five is too low for him. Uh, I think the least I can see Steve Smith down the order is like two down. Because mm -hmm. normally when you're at three down, you really need to start um, 
uh, getting those runs and attacking. And I feel like Steve Smith better suited to anchoring the innings as I mentioned earlier. So uh, of course it's interesting because the RR do have a lot of batsmen who are like who would like prefer to play in the top three. But um, I would see Steve Smith one down or two down um, um, in the batting order. And yeah, I agree with you. Rajput can be a, a good bowler, but I don't see him playing with Unatkar. I feel like it's going to be one uh, or the other. But yeah, he can be a good addition to the bowling line. You know? who, who do you think would play instead of Rajput though? If you, if you want a fast bowler, who would it be? So like I a, put Parag like in my starting bowler. 11, um, just for yeah. their batting depth. Um, okay. So I think Parag played like five, five games last season and he did get one half century. I think he performed yeah, he well, did. which is why I'm putting him in the starting 11 now. Of course, it's, it I can be hit or miss again. Us. It was against Delhi. Even better. Um, but yeah, so like I, I would pref- I would prefer I would give Rian Parag a chance uh, and then see how it goes in the, in the um, rest of the season. But yeah, so I would just play Onat Kurt and Archer as a, like two fast bowlers. And of course, what do you think? Okay, and Stokes. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. will it's also a question. Will Ben Stokes always bowl as four and like, um, and I mean, I guess there's Kartik Tyagi as well. Is yeah, uh, he hasn't well, been don't, tested. Don't, don't take out all the strengths of my team, man. My team's got some. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine, fine. Noor, go, go, go. go or should I go first? Um, I mean, I can go. No worries. Um, my team's similar to Josh's. Um, I don't have um, the same bowlers as um, Kabir mentioned. My same dilemma is where do you bat Steve Smith? Where do you bat Robin Uttapa? Uh, it's not something I'm completely sure about right now, but given the fact that it's like a 2020 game, and you really don't know what's going to happen, right? But I, I wouldn't want Steve Smith to enter when there are three overs left and he just kind of has to smack the ball around. But would I really want Robin Nuttapa to be in the same position? No. But if I'm in that position, what I'm going to do is promote Ben Stokes. But I want Robin Nuttapa to come number five when, you know what, we're three down, when RR is three down, and I want an experienced player there to kind of just control what's going on in the game, even if that is slowing it down. And I think in teams, like if you're playing a CSK or someone like that, who do really well in keeping that run rate per over down, I think someone like uh, Robin Utapa in the middle order there would do do really well. So I'm. So this is not like, I know it's, it's incredible because they have such a good opening five that you don't know where to put, uh, put it. But I think I would do the same thing as Josh did. Start with uh, Josh Butler, then Jaswal, their opening. I would put Steve Smith um, in uh, in one down because he's just in my eyes he's just too good to play any any lower. I would go Sanju Samson because I really want him to have the time he needs to do well this yeah. season, especially because of his India prospects as well. I would put Robin Uthappa there really as someone to like stabilize if things go wrong. And if things are going great, I would promote Ben Stokes who comes in right after him and like let's be like go hit it out of the park. Same thing with Rian Parag, who would come in, would be the seventh person in my team. Then I would, I'm going with three spinners, so I'm going to get Shreyas Gopal as well. Uh, then Jofra Archer has to be one of the best bowlers. You know, he can, it looks like he's jogging and then he goes like 140, 150. It's ridiculous. I saw him live this summer, last summer, and he was incredible. Then I'm going to go with Mayank Merkande, and then I'm going to go with Unatkar, who is for me a hit and miss bowler. But I think the reason More I've chosen him is he has some IPL experience behind him. And I know we say this every year, but maybe this is his year. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know, especially with some of the younger Indian bowlers. I also think in terms of leadership and mentorship in the bowling side, he'll do well there. But that, yeah, that's maybe he justifies that price tag. Yeah, exactly. yeah maybe. The price tag is only like 
two or three crores. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So way too much for what he is. No yeah, that team was mostly the uh, same as Josh. So I'm assuming we got the controversies out of that team when we discussed Josh. So I'm going to give my team now, which is slightly different from uh, all of you guys. So I've got Butler Jaiswal opening. And then with the Uthapa, uh, Samson Smith dilemma, uh, I've gone slightly different from you guys. For me, it was who's the best stroke maker. He's going to bat at five. And he's the one who can go and start hitting uh, straight up. So I've put Uthapa at three because I feel you can't bat him lower. He's not got the game anymore to go and bat lower than three. I've got Smith at four. And then I've got Samson at five uh, because also we're talking about the Indian team and uh, Samson wanting to get into the Indian team. If he's getting into the Indian team as a keeper batsman these days, his position is not going to be above five. That Indian top order is too, is too stacked right now with players. And I feel like him batting at five will give him an, a good uh, opportunity to, as an audition almost for the Indian team to see if he can uh, perform. And if, uh, and I feel like he's got the game. Uh, he's a bit, uh, he, he's a classy player, but he's, He's also got the game to hit it out of the park uh, more often than not. And I feel like putting him at five would put him in a situation where we can actually see him bat aggressively and not... Uh, uh, like, I remember about watching him once. Anur and I went and we saw him bat, him and Pant, when they took the game away from Gujarat Lions in that game chasing 200. And I, that is... Although Pant obviously hits it much harder and with more force, but uh, Samson was almost matching him for the time that he was there and he was doing it so classily. So I think him and five. Him at five, I think, is a good, yeah. my shout. Then Stokes at six, and obviously, as Noor said, if there's, uh, if if your only three was to go and you get lose your third wicket, then Stokes goes up the order. And uh, I love Rian Prague. I thought he he he. I think he has a great head on his shoulders, and he's really he comes across to me as a cricketer who's, who's going to learn a lot, and he's he's very mature. Like in this in that Delhi game last year, they were all falling like nine pins around him and he actually stood there made a 50 took them to a respectable 120 but uh, yeah I, I feel like he also gives like a couple of overs in case things are going badly and then obviously Gopal and Archer uh, and then for me the final so Markande I've gone for um, assuming that they want to play two spinners on every day if not uh, I, I mean I'll come back to that one actually I'm gonna my last player on this fast bowler I know everyone's gone for an article, but honestly I've I'm really not sold on Anat, but I've seen him now. We've seen him now on two, three seasons just flop since he left Dhoni at uh, Pune. Uh, so I really, I think at some point you've got to uh, call call it time and uh, give someone as a chance. And I feel like in Karthik Tyagi, they've got a really, really good bowling prospect. He's a brilliant bowler. He's got the pace. He's got the skill. He showed it in the Under-19 World Cup. And I know people are saying he's a young man and you shouldn't throw these young people out there. But Bumrah, when he came in 2013, was a young man. No one knew anything about him. He came and he, uh, he's, he's Bumrah now. So, I mean, you have to start. That's a, that's a big call on. No, no. I'm not saying he's today's Bumrah. I'm saying Bumrah yeah. started as Mohan and now he's Bumrah. Yeah. Like, just be Bumrah for yeah. us. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Kartik Tyagi, I feel like they've got Tyagi and Akash Singh who are both options. And if they want another, a more experienced option, actually for me, instead of Anatkat, I'd go with Baran Aaron. Because I feel like Baran Aaron has the pace to unsettle any, any player in the world. And I know he's inconsistent like Umesh Yadav, but I feel like Baran Aaron, like he played last year and a couple of days, he had some really good games where he took three or four wickets and he really unsettled the batsman. So I feel, I, I don't think Baran Aaron is a 10-12 game player. He plays maybe two, three games. But you really want to just get a player in to, to uh, pepper the batsman with pace and uh, really target them. And uh, 
I also feel like if, if Markande is not going to play all games, Mark, because some places were not, some pitches will not be uh, spinning as much. Then you might want to play an Unatkar or a Mark or an Aaron or a Akash Singh instead. What so do what? Yeah. That's that's the team I'd go for. You guys can go in if you want. Yes. Does anybody does anybody else want to go first before I grill a hand? I mean. The Myron Aaron thing is just not an option. For yeah, me. I mean, come on. <laughs> I no, think, like, I, as, so as I said, Myron Aaron. Where you're coming from, but dude, the guy can't. I mean, he's he's not even that fast anymore. And I mean, you compare it to Umar Jadhav, but Umar Jadhav is a he's a like a force when he's coming in bowling at you. You know, Myron Aaron doesn't have that. And I'm also concerned. I also don't think. Look at the kind of conditions they're going to play in. Someone like Varun Arun, the extra yeah. pace that he has is going to help the batsmen, not hinder them. So so you know? I gave this as a pre before I said Varun Arun that he's not going to play all games and it's only on the pitches you want to use to really pepper batsmen. Let's say there's a two or two bats, one or two batsmen, you know, who are bad against a short ball in the first, um, in, in, in the batting lineup of the other team. You go at you put Varun Aaron, give him two overs up top, just target that guy. If it comes off, great. If it doesn't come off, you don't have to bowl him again. And you can uh, it's basically what they used O'Shane Thomas for in the past, but they really don't have the option with O'Shane Thomas this time. So Varun Aaron is in the Indian way to use that same tactic. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not absolutely not. O'Shane <laughs> Thomas is a better bowler than Varun Aaron. He is absolutely Varun Aaron is it's like a substitute. You are getting an option to do it. Okay, actually, Josh, you're in six. I, I won't, I, before I actually like, <laughs> tear into about this. Yeah, why are you not going to Okay, Kabir, let's go. Okay, so, Han, Varunaran gets carted. He gets carted. Like, he just gets smacked around the puck. Yes, I know. I see your point about his pace and, like, how it can be useful for him to bowl and target pass from the top. But, it's not, not. It's not anything. So Jofra Archer is going to be bowling the top as well. Bowl one, maybe two. Okay. You can do the same thing if you really need to target someone at the top. Ankit Rajput can do the same thing. I know nobody likes Ankit Rajput here, but I'm sold on Ankit Rajput. I think he's very good. And he can do the same thing. Burn Aaron, however. So also another thing about Ankit Rajput. I, I think he generates extra bounce. I think that Burn Aaron doesn't. I think a lot of his bowls just go straight on. And batting in Abu Dhabi, batting in Dubai, like they're just he's just going to get smacked. Um, so I don't think there's any benefit in having him. I guess you say like two, three games. It depends on injury and all that stuff. But I think he's more of a backup to Ankit Rajput. Or he's, a, he's more of a backup anyway than he would be. I mean, they um, retained him. So let's see. I'm going to laugh at all yeah. when Varun Aaron comes up with a performance. <laughs> no, but also your point about uh, Umesh Yadav. Like Umesh Yadav is a really good T20 bowler now. He was really good last season. He still gets carted uh, though. Oh, uh, like, ooh, I, I don't know about that. I think he had very good stats last season. But he plays uh, really games. well. In yes, he'll have a few good games. I'm just, I'm saying, Varun Aaron is not a 14 game bowler, obviously. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, yeah, so that's that, that was the 11. And I, um, I have one more thing to add, though. Wait, one more, sorry. Um, your Sanju Samson thing about like how he has to audition with the Indian team. I think the Indian team values runs more than they value making runs at a position. I think if you make a lot of runs batting at three or four, I think they, they see that as you can bat at five or six and do the same thing. Um, it's sort of the same thing they did with uh, KL Rahul. And if so, Samson's trying to replicate what Rahul did, right? It's sort of the same thing. And if Samson can make runs at three or four, it's the same thing. They'll just push him down to five or six. Because as it is, a lot of batsmen who aren't, you know, the elite one, two, three, 
will bat at four, bat at three in the 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 state games or county games or whatever it is. Then they get moved in ODIs, test cricket, and D20s, whatever. They get moved down to six. Um, I think that's just natural. I think it's going to happen if he does play for India. I hope he does. Um, but I don't think he necessarily has to bat at five or six to audition. I get. So. I mean, yeah. I get. I get where you're coming from. Hello. Oh yeah. Hello. Oh uh, yeah. So now, uh, before we move on to the X Factor players, I think Noor has to leave us for now uh, because uh, she's got uh, some stuff to do. So uh, Noor will join us on the next uh, next podcast again uh, for the next team that we analyze. Uh, so yeah, uh, the three of us are going to carry this for now. <laughs> Uh, so for the X Factor players, uh, we're gonna let's uh, let's go with Kabir first for this. Hi guys. Um, bye. Thank you. Um, X Factor players. Um, I don't think there's anyone who's more of an X Factor player. Actually, it'd be tough to say between Men Stokes and, and Jofra Archer, but I think Jofra Archer is the, the X Factor player. I think he has to lead this bowling attack. It's it's a pretty inexperienced bowling attack in terms of international experience. I think he has to lead the way, and I think. Depending on how well he does, uh, that's probably how well the, the Royals team will do. Fair enough. Uh, Josh, who's your X Factor? For me, the X Factor would be Josh Butler. Like, he's the one who hits all around the park. He's a 360 degree batsman with his innovative shots, his reverse sweeps, and so on. Definitely gets off, off to good starts. He was an X Factor in the last two seasons, and I feel like he's going to continue that form this season as well and give us those good solid starts that we need. So, definitely for me, Josh Butler would be our X Factor. Yeah, so I mean, the two that were in my head were Joss Butler and Ben Stokes. They've been taken. But if I was to look for one other... Um, oh, you can have Ben Stokes. I'm very much on, on the Joss train. But I, I genuinely think... Um, Kabir did dispute my argument for him earlier. But I think uh, Sanju Samson can be a excellent yeah. player. Because I feel like have, with Dhoni having uh, retired now... Uh, that he's now clearly out of the race of going for the Indian. That means the, the pool of uh, wicket keepers now, are, I feel like they're more incentivized. And I feel like this is going to be a big IPL for Sanju Samson, Rishabh Pant. Because KL Rahul has his position right now. But uh, let's see how, uh, uh, how these two do. And I feel like Sanju Samson has had good IPLs. But the thing with Sanju, Sanju. starts well. He <laughs> starts well, but then he, uh, he slows down towards the middle and end. And I feel like he can't afford that anymore. And he needs to he needs to become more consistent. So let's see how he yeah. does with that. Yeah, it's also a matter of is KL Rahul sustainable in the Indian team? KL Rahul is like a wicket keeper. As a wicket keeper. Is he sustainable as a wicket keeper? Is the question. And he's an excellent batsman. There's no dispute with that. Is is he sustainable as a long-term option as a wicket keeper? So moving yeah. on, we have the surprise package for your team. Josh, I'll let you take this one first. Come on. Who you I think for? everyone's gonna have the same name on their mind. I think Yasha Sweet so I could be the surprise package, not only for Aura, but for the season. Um yeah, Shashi Jaiswal for sure. Like, as I mentioned earlier, um, best batsman in the Under-19 World Cup, best, uh, one of the best young players, even was sought after in the um, IPL auction. And uh, can add uh, to the lineup with both his batting and his um, um, bowling as well. Um, really good at finding the gaps, uh, can get us those runs in the power play. And uh, hopefully, as I think someone mentioned earlier, he does not turn out to be the next Unmuk Chan. So really looking forward to his batting this season. Kabir? Um... Do you want to go first? Because I, I just want to wait. I want to see what you say. Okay. Uh, so, I, honestly, when I thought about this, for me, Yashasvi Jaiswal doing well would not be a surprise. I feel like people are kind of expecting Yashasvi Jaiswal to do well. So, it's not a surprise package for me. Uh, but for me, the surprise package is the one I had in my team that none of you did, which was Kartik Tyagi. 
I feel like he is going to, uh, he can definitely have a good season. And uh, given that we've spoken about a few of the issues that uh, RR have with the Indian pace bowling lineup and how there might not be that much experience or that much depth as such. But I feel like if Karthik Tyagi has a, 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 a good season uh, this year, it could hold him in really good stead. And given the new upcoming crop of Indian fast bowlers, I mean, it's just gonna, he's just going to add to that. And uh, something, maybe some, a season similar to what Navdeep Saini had last year, which kind of put him on the map for uh, everyone to see that there's, this, uh, that there's this boy out there. And I feel like Finally. people are already looking forward to see Karthik Tyagi because he's put his name in the, uh, made his name in the under-19 something. So let's see how he, I'm really excited to see how he gets on. <coughs> Sure. I mean, on like, well, I remember yesterday we were just phoning over how, how good he is. I mean, even his like uh, Instagram videos at eighty percent just look so good. Um, it could be the next big thing. Do you have any other surprise package? Um, I I don't want to say Ankit Rajput has been phoning over him for the last like twenty minutes. So uh, I think I hope I hope he plays firstly. But if he doesn't play, um, and I guess this guy who might not play either, but. He had a very quiet uh, 2019 IPL. He had a very good 2018 IPL. And I hope that Mark Markandi makes a, makes a difference this time around um, in the 2020 IPL. I think he's a very, very good bowler. I just think that I'm not sure what happened last year that he didn't play so much. Um, even when he did play, he didn't perform very well. Um, yeah, I, I just hope he, he plays and I hope that he is that surprise package. Um, then I think he might be. I think he has abilities to be. Um, and I hope he, he does well. Yeah, I felt really bad for the after the trading. He got traded to two two teams. Uh, he got yeah. It was quite. It was quite. Yeah. Anyway, yes, what about so what about Jerry Winokur being the surprise package? Like, you know, people aren't expecting. This <laughs> Bro, but think about this. Okay, he led he led Saurashtra. He captained Saurashtra to the uh, to winning the Ranji Trophy title, and then. Uh, I feel like that would uh, give him more uh, responsibility on his shoulders to like lead the pace attack for RR. I feel like now he knows that since he's been in the position of a captain, he has that experience. I feel like he now want to lead uh, Rajasthan Royals. Why are you making these faces? <laughs> I mean, I feel um, like Jaydev Nathak has has been there for been in and around Indian cricket for like twenty years. Like I genuinely feel like he's been here forever. He's twenty years. Just I, I know, I know, I know. He's I, don't think, I don't think like, Firstly, I don't think Nathak is gonna get. That much backing. I cannot understand why RR keep buying him again and again. Sometimes it's just not a good fit, you know. You don't like, have any other better options. Like look at look at look at look at let's say uh, I don't know, there were so many there, there have been so many players in the past who've not done well in a particular franchise, but when they move, they've done so well. Maybe that's just the case with uh Unarka. Maybe he's just not suited to Rajasthan. Anyway, um yeah, so that I feel like that wraps up most of the main discussions we had to do. So final predictions, where do you see um where do you see RR finishing this season? Uh, Josh, you first. Second from the bottom. Second from um, the bottom. That's not being very yeah, obvious. I feel like just, RR fan. just above SRH, I feel. Because they have a weak middle order, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I feel Rajasthan would finish seventh. And I have to be honest, yeah, obviously it's a very uh, pessimistic uh, prediction. But uh, as a fan, you have to be realistic with your uh, position and your squad depth uh, for the coming season. So I, I would predict them in seventh. Interested to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, I, I'm not so pessimistic on them. I think their foreign core is really good. I think like you have some of the best players in each of the international teams that they play for. Um, and I, I think that maybe, I, I can't put like a number on it, but I would say mid-table. I think they do well to get into the playoffs, but I think probably fifth or sixth. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, for me also, uh, I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs. Unfortunately, I feel like every team this year has a very strong team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least most teams have a very strong team. Uh, but yeah, I see them maybe in the bottom three. I don't know where exactly. Uh, but also with the English, uh, no one, uh, we're not quite sure what the English and Australian players scene is if they're going to start. If they're going to come a bit late, uh, then that could ha- get significantly impact uh, the RR team because all four of the main foreigners are from those, those two teams. So that they might yeah. not be able to play. But otherwise, uh, I think, yeah, maybe six, seven, six, seven, depending on how um, the other teams perform on the days as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. we've pretty much covered everything we had to in this particular podcast. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if, yes, Kabir. Just one point to add. I, this is not so much about like serious cricket, but I have a question about how Jofra Archer and Steve Smith will play in the same team together. Just because Jofra Archer almost ended his career at Lords. And so, what, what will the changing room be like with I Ben mean, Stokes, Jofra Archer, and Josh Butler? And the, I think it'll be fine. But I just in 2008, yeah, after what happened in Australia, Harbhajan Singh took a wicket where Ponting took a catch and he went and jumped into his arms, bro. I'm pretty sure if they can sort their stuff out there, which was differences not to do with cricket, they can sort out. He'll say good, bo- good bowling, and they'll move on with life. Yeah, That's what I think. yeah. No, I, I think they will. I just think it's interesting. Just like I think it'd be pretty cool. No, but I think that's the beauty of the IPL and these domestic T20 yeah. tournaments. It brings players together from around the world. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't mention the sandpaper or uh, made some comments on that. I thought, Ahan, you would do that. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought I'd go easy with the radical opinions. I gave quite a few already. Uh, and yeah. uh, if I, I feel like if I went on with any more, then I'd have to answer more questions. Yeah, Varun was a wild, wild take. <laughs> wild take. Anyway, yeah. So as, uh, I think that's all. That's all we've uh, we've covered everything that we had to in this particular podcast with uh, Rajasthan Royals. Thank you so much, Josh, uh, for coming on with Thank us. Thank you, Josh, and giving your views. Um, uh, thank you guys really for having me. Um, yeah. Hopefully, thank you guys for having me. Really your, excited to watch this when it's out. Hopefully, your team uh, does better than you ho- you expect them to. Uh, but let's see. Uh, so yeah, and uh, thank you guys for watching. Like, share, subscribe, whatever.